It's a terrible football show, all right? I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane. You. OH. Yeah. OH. Oh, baby, go. yeah. <laughs> Shane, I swear to God. Welcome to a terrible football show. That's my quarterback and my teammate, man. <laughs> Ruins my fucking holiday every damn year. Alex, what up? You can thoroughly kiss my ass. Why not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a terrible football show. Let a terrible football decide terrible the top four. Show. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> Roll Todd. Have a good one, guys. Oh, Have a good one, guys. Oh, 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 yeah, you gotta go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, you know, I like that Baker Mayfield to myself, man. He was baking up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So- <laughs> Get that right. I will fly you out and take you to a game in Dallas of your fucking choice. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's successful at just giving his terrible opinions, so why can't I? It's a terrible football show, after all. Welcome to a terrible football show, episode sixty-three. Uh, the boys are all here. We got everyone here. Boys, how we doing? How we feeling? Missed a couple of you last week. Yeah, I got uh, a little hung up on work. Yeah, you've been doing. Uh, been, you've been doing a lot of good things here recently. So shout out to you. How's everything going? Busy. Yeah, I feel you. Work's been busy as hell for me too. I feel you, my guy. What about you, Jacob? How you feeling, man? I am sunburnt. If you can't tell on the camera, my whole face, my arms, and my calves are burnt to a crisp already in the month of April. <laughs> Good luck for the rest of the year, my guy. Good luck for yeah, the rest of the season. Last uh, last Tuesday, I got sunburn as well. It wouldn't and, be bad um, if there was clouds, but there's no clouds at all. It's just sun and my skin, man. Oh, it sucks being a ginger. Right. Hey, Rick, I you also had you? my... Go I was ahead. on my first uh, terrifying experience being on top of a roof Oh, uh, last Tuesday. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, so, of course, as probably the entire nation knows, Arkansas got hit by tornadoes, um, quite a few of them. So I was at a, a uh, homeowner's house, and um, for whatever reason, even though... From the ground, you can see that there was a tree through this man's roof. Okay, clearly some damage. All right, some severe damage. He was wanting me to get up there and take pictures and see if there was damage. That was his words, not mine. (laughs) And so I got up there, right? I take a step off the ladder onto the roof. And I hit a loose fucking shingle. Oh no! And um, I slid. If that tree wasn't in the roof, like if that tree wasn't there, like in the roof, I probably would have fell off that fucking roof. <laughs> well, One or two story. It was a two story. Oh. Oh man. Nice. That nice. Been, that would have been painful. <laughs> that would have been painful, my guy. I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad. Uh, well, I'll, you know, at least you got your first scary experience out of the way. It might not be as scary next time, but I'm glad you're okay, and I'm glad nothing else happened out of that. Yeah, I scraped up my knees some because my dumbass chose to wear fucking shorts that day. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's a pain. Rookie, how are you feeling today, my friend? This is probably going to be the highlight of my week, boys. The last couple of weeks have been tough. Been very, yeah. very tough. Yeah. Um, 
come to find out, we had a water leak in our house. Oh, no. They just left maybe five minutes ago. I have my... So, basically, I'm in my recliner because my back room, uh, where I usually have a desk and everything like that, where I usually sit up to do podcasting and everything like that. Uh, Over half the floor is gone right now. Uh, They demoed a lot of my drywall. They demoed a lot in my daughter's bathroom. Um... And it was just a tiny leak, and my water meter got my water meter did not pick up any sort of leak in the house, and it's usually very good. Cause I've had a couple of leaks since living here, you know, just you know here and there. But yeah, this right. one was the this little one turned out to be oh it it, it was, it's pretty bad. So, um, so yeah, let's just say the homeowners insurance company got called, and yeah, they're they're going to be out here on Friday to assess what damage was done. So yeah, a lot lot going on right now. Oh, dude, that absolutely sucks. I uh, you know absolutely. I've- I, I've been there with home troubles, my guy. I've been there with home troubles. <laughs> my last my house was freaking cursed. Quote, I'm convinced. I told my wife, and I quote, I will never buy a house again unless I build it my damn self or, you know, get a contract. I ain't going to build it myself. I'm not I can, I'm not that mechanically inclined. <laughs> but unless I get someone to build the damn thing for me, because, oh, my gosh, this house is 30-something years old. And, yes, do not need to – do not buy a 30-something-year-old home unless I put – this one up for sale because then you're gonna have some new shit in it so yeah you'll be all right yeah i'm telling you man my last house literally cursed like the day i moved in the day literally the day i am moving stuff into my house ac goes out because of a freon leak and i'm just like you gotta be shitting me like i'm literally moving in today Oh, my last house was so cursed, man. I can't even begin to tell you the bullshit that happened at my house. And, uh, you know, I had a new neighbor move in at one point. Super cool guy, big 49ers fan. You know, I, I would chat with him all the time. And he, he would just like, man, it's just like the contrast between like my life over here and yours over there is just wild. Like that over there seems like a third world country compared to my house. We're right beside each other. I'm like, I know, man, this house is literally cursed. I don't, I don't know what happened to this home, but it's cursed to the absolute max. Oh, geez. I'm glad to be out of that home. And you know what's funny? Whenever I was debating on, on where to live, where I am now or there, I was actually debating it, even with all the troubles that happened over there, right? Just because, of, you know, that was a great location, stuff like that. And then my final straw happened where it's like my I think my uh, my breaker box had to be replaced. And I'm like, all right, yeah, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> like, No more. This shit is cursed. I'm done. I never want to deal with this house ever again. I yeah, feel my so- father-in-law has kind of put something on now because you know there's there's been sort of a you know you know we don't know where i'm going to be moving next as far as my pepsi career goes but he says I, he, he told me today he's like i bet they're going to call you in a couple of weeks and say hey now we need you to move back yeah <laughs> and i'm like ah so yeah a lot of fun a lot of fun well we're gonna have a lot of fun today i hope you know today yes, we got um, yep, mock do. draft uh 4.0s uh, next week, we're going to be doing the seven-round uh, mock of uh, each of our top two favorite teams. Then, of course, after that, the draft, which before the draft, uh, we will speed run our 5.0s, our final for the year. Uh, but the big focus for that one, of course, is just having a great time with the draft, having some guests on and stuff, having a lot of great conversations. Can't wait for it. Uh, before we get into the 4.0s here today, a couple things I want to shout out. Shout out number one, uh, fuck PFF for getting greedy out of nowhere and locking almost all of their major features for their mock draft system behind a paywall. 
fuck that, greedy bastards. There is like obviously no one on the planet that's happy with that move. I didn't even know that move happened until I pulled up the mock to, the mock today, and I saw that I can't even do a seven rounder anymore unless I pay for it. So that's really annoying because that was my go-to because it made it a nice little image for me. Now I'm using a mock draft database is now what I'm using. So, and then the other thing, uh, would you would you boys think about the uh, Sunday ticket prices? You guys see them? I haven't no, seen them. I haven't. All right, I'll shout them out here for you. I got you. Don't worry. All right, Sunday ticket prices did come out today with YouTube. All right, so for the YouTube TV subscribers, and for you guys to have context on that, YouTube TV. Uh, is about 73 bucks a month after taxes, so probably about 78 ish, is kind of my guess, but that's a, a price range for YouTube TV. Uh, it is $349 a season or 250 bucks a season if you purchase before the 6th of June. All right. Now, if you want to bundle it with Red Zone, it is $389 or $289 if you purchase it early. If you are a non YouTube subscriber and you just want to buy it with YouTube's premium channels, it is $450 a season or $350 if you buy it early, or it's $490 or $390 with Red Zone. $390 if you buy it early. Those are the prices they announced here today. I don't feel like it's that much different than what it was at DirecTV. I, I want to feel like the $250 price tag, if you buy it before June 6th and you're a YouTube TV subscriber, I feel like that's a good price tag, personally. Like, I genuinely do because I like, you know, YouTube with a Sunday ticket, you know, you could always get like your first year free, whatever, with DirecTV. And then, you know, next year you'd have to pay. But if you like, did some shenanigans like try to you know threaten to leave or something you may you may can get it like a, a discount price or something i know my boss done that i've done that you know i know you can do something like that but i mean either way sunday ticket i mean i don't remember the actual price shane would you happen to remember that um no because by the time i got with at&t um we were tr we were steering away from direct tv as far as like the satellite yeah you were going with um, uh whatever AT we were has. we were pushing their streaming yeah, the services yeah um and stream um the sunday ticket didn't come with the stream like you couldn't get it on there like it was only with the direct tv satellite <laughs> um so stupid so no i it, it was never packaged with that so i i I've, it was never familiar to me as far as the prices goes, and as far as a customer, I, I, I've never bought it. Um, had Red Zone, but I I only had Red Zone, and that was that was when I was with uh, ATTU Verse. Yeah, yeah. Well, how do you guys feel about this price? I mean, uh, just just from a just from a somebody that's never bought it or even looked into it. To me, it sounds kind of high, but. I don't know yeah, what the so prices the used to be. The reports are coming in that it's about a hundred dollars more than what it was with direct. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't know if that's just because this is a brand new deal with Google for YouTube TV, right? And they were with Direct TV for so long, so they were probably able to lower their price over time a little bit. But well, one of the things with Direct TV, though, guys, is Direct TV is starting to lose a ton of subscribers. And a lot of that has to deal with some of the local channels that they, they've been having deals with. Uh, I think the biggest one right now is Fox. If I'm not mistaken, Fox, you can't watch Fox or DirecTV right now, or it might be CBS. I can't remember. But they've been going back and forth with some of the even some of these local networks that even carry some of the major uh, games like the NFL uh, or college football that's coming up in this current season. They're actually 
DirecTV's had issues for years dealing with dealing with stuff, dealing with ish, dealing with things like the NFL Sunday Ticket, local channels, yep. things of that nature. So, so it doesn't surprise me that the NFL Ticket uh, or or whoever runs that streaming, if it's the NFL or whoever it is, whatever streaming is, doesn't surprise me that they found a new home, and it also doesn't surprise me that the price went up. Um, but I think a lot of that, the reason the price went up on it, is because the streaming service for YouTube TV, the fees for them, they, they're they probably getting a lot of a lower deal than what DirecTV was. DirecTV is like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and do it, but we're trying to stay cheap, and we're just going to you know cut you in half, and that way we can get a bigger piece of the pie. I don't think YouTube TV is going to get that big of a piece of a pie from it. Uh, you, you may see a, a 50, 50, 60, 40 deal in favor of the... Uh, um, in favor of NFL Red Zone, NFL Ticket, and everything like that, but um, with YouTube TV still being a very young uh, streaming service, I don't see them getting that big of a piece of the pie right now. Um, but then again, I I don't know because I I don't do the NFL Ticket or anything like that. It's very good for those like the Red Zone is very good for those um, which we all do fantasy football. It's very good for fantasy football. Because you'll you'll get to see who scores right that right that off the bat, um, but if you're like me, just go on ESPN and see who scores. That's all you got to do. I mean, right. or I mean, it's good for sports betters too, right? Because then they have True. access to everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, but I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, as far as that goes, I mean, for one, let's all agree. I mean, within the next ten years, I think cable's going to be gone, regardless. Yep. It's, yeah, it's all going to be streaming. It's yeah. all going to be streaming services. There's, it's not going to be. I think Xfinity will go out of business. Comcast, all that bullshit will be gone, unless they come out with their own streaming service. Um, but yeah, I, I think YouTube made this move and made a and Google made this huge move to to get Sunday Ticket in order to bring people over to YouTube TV. Um, and I think that it is, they're trying to get more people to watch YouTube TV. Or their streaming service. That's why they kind of probably made this push to even make this deal go through. YouTube, I love YouTube TV. I've had I, it for about two years now, and it's fantastic. I plan to I've swap had... to it because I do plan to pick up um, Sunday Ticket at the two fifty price. Because in my opinion, out of all the price they laid out, everything is expensive to me except the two fifty. Because I know like the cheapest that Sunday Ticket ever was was like what one thirty if you're a college student. I think that was it. That you had to specifically be a college student and you could buy it for one thirty. But other than that, I, guys, I'm pretty sure it was actually pretty fucking expensive. Because uh, my grandmother did buy it for me one year back, way back in the day when I still lived with her, and I remember her. I remember it being pretty expensive for her. Um, but I mean, in my mind, the two fifty price tag, good. Everything else, yeah, that's a, that's a little high. You know what I mean? Like I, I could swing the two fifty, but everything else, yeah, I'm not so sure about. At least that's that, that's me. That's that's my opinion. I mean, if anybody's listening to this um, post live, I mean, leave it down in the comments. Let us know if yeah, if you, you if you bought it and you, you if know. you if you knew if you bought it back in the day and how prices compare to now. Right. Like I, I take out the you know the two fifty YouTube subscriber price. Take out that. You know, just pretend that's not an option. Yeah, the three fifty, you know, and stuff like that. The you know the four fifty if you're a non YouTube subscriber. That four fifty for sure, and the four ninety with Red Zone. I definitely think that's more than what it was before because I think it was at most about four hundred dollars for the season. Uh, I think I could be very wrong on that, 
Uh, you know, again, unless you're a college student, you can get it for like one thirty ish. But I don't know. I mean, like, like I said, across the board, kind of expensive. But the two fifty price tag, if you're a YouTube TV subscriber and you buy it early, I think that one's acceptable. That's the only one that is. Here's the problem, though, with this is the fact that YouTube TV has a 4K add-on that you can buy. I saw uh, that. But the NFL doesn't do 4K. They barely do 1080p. All their normal games are 720p, except for the important games, which is 1080p. Mm -hmm. So that completely just wipes out. If, if anybody subscribes to that 4K quality, then matter. Right, kind of sucks because that's me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, but you'll, I mean, you'll see one? that change. You'll see that change within the next two years, though. I think they'll. I think they'll... I think it's going to be based on how many subscribers they can get, though, Jacob. <clears throat> yeah, I think, more than likely. I, I think if they get enough subscribers, I think, like Shane said, within the next year or two, you'll see changes. Yeah, and I, I would say that as well because, like, I mean. You, Relating this to a completely separate industry here, like in terms of the 4K, it's kind of like with video games, right? Which, you know, um, you know, you guys can probably also kind of agree with. Like we saw the evolution in gaming where 4K started to become more and more a prominent thing. And even still today with the current generation hardware, we, we, we still see limitations with 4K where things just still may run 1080p you know, at this. So it's one of those things where 4K is still, you know, it's readily available in terms of television and stuff, but I still feel like it's uh, it's slow getting going still across the board. Gaming, TV, movies, you know, sports, I still feel like it's it's getting there and it's there already in certain categories, especially in the t more TV and movie side, I would say, is kind of already in that realm. But like, you know, in the sports realm, the gaming realm, like it's there in some capacities, it's there and, and it's also not there. You know what I mean? Like the evolution, we've continued to see it as time has gone on. Um, so I think we'll continue to see it here with, with the sports stuff, uh, at least in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think 4K is still in kind of a, I want to say development stage because that'd be the easy word to, to use. Um, but I mean, in a, in a way, it is kind of that way, right? Yeah. Um, because, I mean, if you think back to it, once all these new resolutions kind of start coming about, they all kind of do that, right? Like some, it's good here, but bad there. Yep. Like, you remember when HD like, was like first hit a thing? Yeah. Like, they use that as a major, major selling point mm -hmm. on movies or shows that could hit HD. Yep. You know, so. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm swapping over to YouTube TV, and I'm going to hit it up at that 250 price tag. I'm currently with Hulu TV. It's currently what I use, um, and ultimately YouTube TV will be cheaper for me anyway. Uh, grand total a month, I'll still be spending uh, more than I am now, but not by much, by like 10 bucks or so, because... You know, I'm gonna. I'm not getting rid of Hulu. I'm downgrading it to the uh, Hulu Disney Plus ESPN Plus package. It's twenty bucks a month, no ads. I cannot do the ads. If there's an ad-free plan, I'm likely paying for it. <laughs> I'm just being honest. So gonna like gonna do that plan. Then the YouTube TV, which is you know cheaper because Hulu. I have like the max Hulu package, which has got the Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, Hulu Live TV with no ads for like Hulu and Disney Plus and stuff. And after taxes, it's like ninety-two bucks a month. So, whew. it's up there. A little cheaper than any kind of cable you can get right now. You you right there. Yeah, and the good thing about YouTube TV is too they they just raised their prices, but it was the first time they raised their prices in like three or four years. So I mean, mm -hmm. it, it takes a, a while before they even think about doing it. Yeah, Hulu just raised theirs uh, last year. I think it was December. 
I was paying, it was like 84 bucks a month, and it went up to that 90, 92, whatever. Just so. want good internet out here. Hey, you're getting there, bud. Slowly but surely. <laughs> I, you know, I can't wait for the day that you do get internet out there, and we here on ATFS can have a, can, you know, just a very memorable and emotional moment of silence for your little hot spot box you use and just how it just it worked for you as long as it has like we're gonna have to give that thing like a viking like funeral send-off kind of vibe hey, you know what i mean i will i will pay it off and we can blow it up live on at <laughs> let's go that thing is coming clutch i i again i, I just want everyone listening to know that this man has been using a hot spot box the entire time he's been on atfs and it's only failed knock on wood well yeah at Knock most, to count on like, yeah, only a couple times. I can only think of about maybe five times off the top of my head where it's like it either failed or just had an issue. You know what I mean? So I, I got to give that props. That's a lot of episodes you've been on. <laughs> so and I, still, and I still owe a little bit more money on it. So, All right, boys. We filling 4.0s. Ready to get into it. Knock this bad boy out. Do it. All right. Let's, let's, do it. let's do it, boys. All right. 4.0s, let's jump into it right off the bat. Number one overall, Carolina Panthers. How we feeling, boys? CJ Stroud. From? The Ohio State Sucks University. Well, at least he said the V part. Oh. At least he said the V part. Yeah, he said the copywritten part, so that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Uh, I still oh, have them taking uh, Anthony Richardson. <laughs> so I I actually do as well. I have Anthony uh, Richardson going at one because I truly think Carolina is going to prove to the world they are a poverty franchise. I don't believe he's the first overall pick. I think this guy is a bust no matter where he goes in the first round. But I just have a feeling it's going to be Anthony Richardson. Or I'm out on CJ. It's going to be Anthony or Bryce. My gut's telling me that right now. I'm thinking it's either going to be Anthony or Will. Mm, I think Will's going to slide potentially. I think that's a real possibility at this point. Yeah, um, I think I'll agree. I think Will's going to slide into the top half of the second round. Um, second round? Mostly because... I don't know about that, yeah, but anyway. I, 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 I've heard things. I've been I've been listening to... I have uh, heard some negative you know, stuff. I'm, I'm with you on that, but wow. Yeah, I've, I've, heard some, I've heard some things that people are comparing to... They just see him as a thrower, not a passer. They pretty much saying that he's a gunslinger. Fair. Um, and you know, p- teams aren't really wanting a gunslinger these days. They're wanting a team, a, a quarterback that can do it all. Now, um, I have heard the talk where people do not believe Will Levis is a first round talent. So I do see your point there, but people just think he may go first round just because a team will be desperate. You know what I mean? But he's not a first round talent. So I do see your point there. I mean, I, I was listening to Joe Klatt yesterday or two days ago, and he put it the, the best way. He has no layer. Like he put he the way he put it, his exact words. He has no layers to his pass. Mm. It's every ball is as hard as you can. Every single time, it, it's he doesn't know how to put touch on it here and there. He doesn't know how to deliver it different ways. It's the same slice of bread every single time. Um, and that's something that you see that you see with the two top end quarterbacks, Bryce and CJ. That you know they can they can spin it different ways if they need to. 
Right. Um, but with that being said, I I have Bryce Young going number one overall. Okay. Uh, number two overall pick, Houston Texans. How we feeling, boys? I got them taking Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Um, I was a very very close to not even having CJ put it here. Um, if we would have done the show yesterday before the OBJ trade was announced, um, I, I did, I did not have CJ Stroud here yesterday. Hmm. I had a trade, um, with Baltimore, uh, up in the two to four range and Baltimore taking CJ. Yeah. That's what um, I had last week. But, um, but yeah, I have CJ at two. Uh, third overall pick. Where are we looking on that one? I got a trade. Me too. What you got? Uh, <clears throat> the Cardinals received the number 11, 41, and a first round pick Titans. next year. Right. Uh, the Titans received the number three pick, and they pick up CJ Stroud. Mm, okay. I That is a very valid possibility. I think I pitched that last week with or the last time we did it. Yeah, I mean Arizona's really not completely desperate, so I could I could kind of see that, but I just don't know. It's so hard to tell if the, these desperate teams that have are that are desperate for quarterbacks. I don't I don't see why you would trade up for a quarterback this early. I, I that's just my personal opinion. I I don't I'm not saying they're not going to do it. I just wouldn't do it. That's just that's just me. Um, I've I've still got the Cardinals taking Will Anderson. Um, this is my thing at this point, really, this is your really, your really last option to trade up. Right. Um, if, if you're a fan, like for my opinion, for my draft board, Bryce and CJ already off the board, right? Two top quarterbacks already gone. So if you're still highly, highly regarding Anthony Richardson or Will Levis, this is really your last option before they could start coming off the board, um, to get ahead of somebody, right? Um, so I actually have a trade here as well. Um, I have Indianapolis trading up only one spot for one. It's not going to be as much as if they were to get that number one pick, like what we thought they would back, you know, before the Carolina trade. Um, but they block other teams out. That's the the most important thing I I think from here. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I stole this from Joe Klatt because I really like this idea um, they trade up to three. They get Anthony Richardson. Mm. Um, at three. Cause I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's all of the, all of the people I've been listening to and articles I've been reading. But I'm starting. I'm actually starting to be an Anthony Richardson fan for a first Shane. round pick. Shane. Okay. I don't know what oh, it Lord. is. Shane. I don't know what it is. Oh, but boy. I'm actually here for it, okay? Shame. Because honestly, if he fixes if he fixes his slight accuracy and inconsistency issues, he very well could be the best quarterback in this in this draft. I could agree with you on that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but here's the issue, guys: you cannot teach accuracy. Yeah, I know. I said that like, yeah, four episodes ago. But I know, I know. But for some reason, if it just happens, if it just happens. If he gets there with the right quarterbacks coach, the right offseason trainer, and the right situation, and I think Indianapolis may have that, 
I mean, he could he could be a damn good quarter. He could be a damn good quarterback. Like his floor is so low, but his ceiling is so high. Right. You're not wrong. Hmm. Uh, for me, I do have a trade as well, but mine is not super extravagant. Mine is just a pure desperate play here. Uh, I have the Colts trading up one pick out of pure desperation because I really do think the Titans are going to be in play there for that third pick. I said that weeks ago, and I still think that's a thing now. I think the Colts are going to pull a Bears uh, in the 2017 draft where we went up from three to two and draft our bust of Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, but in this case, Indianapolis will not draft a bust. They're going to draft probably my favorite quarterback in the draft with C.J. Stroud from The Ohio State University at number three. All right, fourth overall pick. How are we feeling on it? Well, I would have Arizona here. And um, with them getting some additional draft compensation from that trade that I had, I even thought about them trading back again, honestly. I think if they were super, super smart and had a giant five head and had a really super deep board as far as defensive linemen, I could see them trading back again. Um, but I don't have that. Um, I have them selecting Will Anderson with the fourth pick. I have the uh, Indianapolis Colts here, and I have the fourth quarterback coming off the board and Will Levis. I also have Will Levis. Uh, for me, uh, with Arizona here, I've got them just taking Will Anderson Jr. that they could have easily drafted at, four, at three, obviously, but like I said, I think Indy could be potentially desperate and try to move up that single spot. Uh, fifth pick, Seattle. I got them taking Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. I almost went with that, too. I almost went with that. Um, but I have Christian Gonzalez going way later in the draft right now. Um, I think the Seahawks roll the dice. Pete Carroll's a criminal. He's going to take a criminal, J- Jalen Carter. <laughs> I really toyed with that one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Um, I have them getting Tyree Wilson. I have them getting Tyree as well. I think Jalen's in play here, and it wouldn't shock me to see Jalen go at fifth, but I think Jalen's going to slide just a little bit. Uh, six pick, my, uh, Detroit. My stepfather gave the criminal nickname to Pete Carroll. That's why I call him the criminal. Oh, a little fun fact story there for you. So. I have Detroit taking uh, Will Anderson. I have Detroit taking Devin Witherspoon. Devin Witherspoon as well. I have um, them taking Christian Gonzalez. Okay. Uh, The Las Vegas Raiders at number seven. I'm sticking. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm sticking with Peter. Uh, I've, I've, I've had Peter in all four of my drafts. I'm sticking with him. I think they're going to take it off. If they, I think they're still going to take an offensive lineman, but I, I still think, uh, Peter Skornowski is coming off the board here. I got them taking Paris Johnson Jr. from the Ohio State University. Ah, oh, see, and I wanted to put Paris Same Johnson here. Jr., but uh, I don't know. I've, I don't know. I actually have every single offensive lineman sliding in this draft. Um, So I have the Raiders taking Devin Witherspoon here. Yeah, Paris Johnson for me. Uh, Falcons at the eighth pick. I have them take a Tyree Wilson. Christian Gonzalez. Who do you have them taking, Alex? Christian Gonzalez. 
I have them taking Miles Murphy. I, I've still firmly believe he's got a slide coming. I've got him sliding once again. I've I, got I've got him sliding badly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Ninth pick, the Chicago Bears. Jackson Smith DeJigba out of Ohio, the Ohio State University. Jalen Carter. Okay. I don't want that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he said it. <laughs> um, I I was flopping I was flopping between two people. Um, I was flopping between Peter Skoronsky here. Um, but. I do think that with him being here at nine, I will agree with Jacob. If he gets a past this, um, this legal trouble and somehow gets back into shape because he came back into his pro day and combine overweight, I mean, we all know this kid could potentially be the best player in the draft. Um, and to be to have him at nine overall with the draft compensation that Chicago received, I have them making an additional move in this first second round because of that. They take Jalen Carter. I don't. I don't disagree with just the sheer talent and how it, the dominoes would fall perfectly for Jalen Carter being there. And uh, you know, with everything that we did, I, I definitely agree to that. But I also just think that we're going to focus on O-line personally, just based on free agency and what we've done and what we're planning to do with the offensive line, uh, where we signed Nate Davis, Cody Whitehair is moving from guard to center, Tevin Jenkins is moving from tackle to guard. We're going to start Braxton Jones from The Ohio State University over at tackle, who played pretty well last year for a fifth rounder. So that, I mean, that leaves a tackle spot in my mind. Like, we're, we're looking at tackle. I heard some rumors and reports that the Bears are doing extra homework on uh, Darnell White, uh, Wright from Tennessee at tackle as well. I think Mel actually had him, the Bears taking him here at nine. That dumbass. Yeah, he, he's actually flown up like, yeah. everybody's draft boards. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Broderick Jones still, uh, tackle from Georgia. That's uh, I still think, you know, I think Peter Skaronsky is, is one of the best alignment in the draft, but I just genuinely believe the guy will be a better guard than he would be a tackle. Uh, ideally, perfect scenario, Paris Johnson sitting here. That would be a par- perfect scenario in my mind, but uh, Broderick Jones is also a great pick here that I like. Tenth uh, pick, Philadelphia. I got them taking Peter Skaronski here. Um, I've got them going to Kalaja Clancy out of Pittsburgh. Um, Once again, I was choosing between two players, Peter Skaronski or a skill player. Um, and I think bringing this player in immediately helps them, especially with lo- losing Miles Sanders. Um, they draft Bijan Robinson. Yeah, it's fun. yeah, it has been a legitimate conversation piece. Uh, for me, I've got uh, the slide has stopped. I've got Jalen Carter going here. Um, I, I feel like Jalen Carter, if he slides down to ten, he's not making it past ten. That I yeah, and yeah, I kind of just I got agree. that from you know from that where he's no longer taking meetings outside of teams in the top ten. That kind of tells me if Philadelphia. May have told him, "Hey, if you're a ten, we're taking you." You know, so that, that's just kind of my personal take. Uh, so I got Jalen Carter going to Philly at ten. Eleventh uh, pick, Tennessee Titans, or Joe you know, got a trade, got trade for someone here. Joey, Porter, I was like debating that. a trade as well, um, especially if, um, like on my board, Will Levis is still available here, um, and for some reason Tennessee. Just says fuck it. We're happy with Malik and Ryan, 
or we're happy with making a trade later on in the year or for whatever it may be. Mm. Um, but I I do have them taking Quentin Johnson here at 11. Okay. I've got them taking Anthony Richardson. Mm, okay, okay. Fell into their lap there. That was something I, I had to think about quite a bit, is that if Tennessee stays at 11 and one, and a couple, one of these quarterbacks falls in their lap, do they pull the trigger or not? I thought about that quite a bit, because in my board right now, i still got Levis on the board, for example. Um, and I, I ultimately opted against it. Um, I'm, you know, I think the the guy that uh, I think the guy that they Tennessee would would want to go for is obviously Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, in my opinion. I think one of those guys is who they wanted. Uh, obviously, yeah, where they're at now could obviously couldn't get it. The trade didn't happen, so I think that for now they're going to continue to run with Ryan Malik. Maybe get a quarterback in the later round of the draft as well, because there's a lot of good quarterbacks throughout this draft. So for me, I just have them uh, beefing up that offensive line with Peter Skronsky here. Uh, 12th pick, Houston Texans. I got a trade. Okay. Uh, Texans uh, switch with the Packers here, 12 for 15. Uh, Packers pick up Jackson Smith and Jigba from the Ohio State University. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, that'd be the biggest middle finger to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it really would be. That's the point. Really That's be. the point, dude. That is the whole point. It it definitely definitely really would be. Um, I have the Texans. Uh, I have the Texans still taking this. Um, I, I have the take Quentin Johnson. Um, I have them taking by what everybody by what I've heard from everybody. Now I don't necessarily agree as of right now because I don't I haven't really I don't really watch the Ohio State. So you should. Um, but <laughs> I mean, everybody and their mother seems to think that this guy is the best receiver in the. In the draft, I have the Texans selecting Jackson Smith and Jigba. Same here. I got from Jackson. The Ohio State University. I got Jackson going at twelve to to basically what three of us have Jackson going at twelve. That's the bottom line, regardless if it's the right team or not. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. Yeah. Stone Cold said so. All right. Thirteen. Uh the Jets. Where I where I think we're all gonna safely assume this will still be the Jets pick. I see no chances of going to Green Bay at this point. Yeah. I think the, I think the last I heard, uh you could see it. In the second or third round, but yeah. not in the first round. I haven't I haven't taken the tackle that's flying up people's draft boards, uh Darnell Wright from uh Tennessee. I have them taking tackle as well, but it's Broderick Jones. Okay. I um, wanted this... to go, I wanted oh, to go tackle. I wanted to go tackle here, but I went with Edge. I've got Lucas Venice. Um me me personally, I agree. I think no matter what the Aaron Rodgers trade is, I think they'll still have this thirteenth pick here. Um, and they're going to do something to help out Aaron Rodgers immediately, whether that's offensive line, whether that's running back, receiver, tight end, something. There's going to be something on the offensive side of the ball, I think. And uh, this is where my offensive line kind of drought stops. Um, they take Peter Skoronsky, Northwestern. Okay. Uh, New England at 14. I will say with how mine played out, I really toyed with Will Levis here because I really think Mac Jones is out of New England. Um, you know, that that's just kind of my general vibe. But I, I didn't end up going that way. I went with uh, Joey Porter Jr., cornerback from Penn State. I have them taking Zay Flowers from Boston College. I have them taking Paris Johnson Jr. I as well have New England taking Paris Johnson Jr. 
Green Bay, 15. I got Lucas Van Ness. I did toy with a receiver here or even a tight end. I think I could see like a Michael Mayer I could see here, but uh, I think Lucas Van Ness sliding here because I think Lucas Van Ness is a top 10 talent. I think any team would be, uh, be very happy to grab him in the mid-rounds. Unfortunate for him, though. I feel so bad for the guy. Grew up a Bears fan. Drafted by the Packers. Worst nightmare. Well, he's getting paid a lot I, of money, so that's okay. I got a trade here. Um, previously, uh, this was Green Bay, but Green Bay traded with Houston. Now, Houston is trading with Tampa Bay. The Bucks get this 15th pick. The Texans get the 19th pick. Tampa Bay selects Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Okay, okay. Um, I have them taking Michael Mayer. Uh, Green Bay taking Michael Mayer tight end Notre Dame. See, I've had Michael Mayer the first three of my drafts. However, there's been a lot of talks about Dalton Kincaid overtaking his that top tight end spot. Look, I'm telling the dude's a freak at receiver, man. <laughs> I am going to say that they're going to pass on Michael Mayer, even though I've had Michael Mayer the first three. The first three drafts I had Michael Mayer. I think they're going to pass on Michael Mayer, and I think they're going to take Dalton Kincaid. Love it. See, I love mine's, my, mine's opposite, and I'll give you the reasonings here. I had Green Bay taking Dalton Kincaid at, at least two of my first three drafts. But this this is where I'm differing. Michael Mayer is a better run blocker, a better pass blocker. They're going to want somebody like that to help that offensive line and an Aaron Jones. Um, that's why I have them take Michael Mayer. Respect. Respect. Yeah. I love Dalton Kincaid, though. In this mock draft here today, I do have him as the first tight end off the board uh, for me personally. We'll get to that here soon. Uh, 16th pick, Washington. I have them taking Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. Um, I have a I have a guy that that slid on that he was a highly touted offensive lineman. He slid off some boards into the second round. Now he's starting to kind of pick back up into the later early uh, late first round. Um, I have Osiris Torrance, okay. uh, guard for Florida. So this is another situation of in my in how mine played out. Will Levis was still on the board. And I still went against Will Levis, and I've got them going cornerback Deontay Banks. You think they're going to be running with Sam Howell? I really do. I think I think they're going to run with Sam Howell. Yeah. Uh, I will say, if Will Levis or any quarterback, uh, you know, really that's on the board at sixteen, they're going to be tempted to pull the trigger. But I think they're just going to hold back from it uh, personally. If, if you know, in Washington's case, but I'll, I'll be honest. If there's any team that's going to pick him up, it's going to be. <laughs> It's going to be Washington. I think they might pick up uh, Cam Newton in the offseason. That is true. I agree to that 100%. Uh, all right, next up, Pittsburgh at 17. Um, I, I do want to say this. I, I think if any of the quarterbacks, other than CJ or Bryce, if they fall outside of the top 10, I don't think they will be selected in the first round. Definitely a possibility. Think the, I think the reason it before. The uh, reason for that is teams are going to start thinking, right? They're going to start thinking, okay, okay, 11, Tennessee didn't select them. Okay, 12 didn't select them. 13, 14. Okay, why aren't these teams picking up these quarterbacks if they're available at 16, 14, 11? Like, if these three teams didn't pick them up in these spots, why aren't they picking them up? They must have seen something in the tape. Must have been something in the interview. 
that caused them not to pick them there. So that's why I think if they, especially if they fall past New England, Washington's going to be like, okay, yeah, we're not going to take him because there's obviously something wrong, and you can wait. You can wait. Um, especially if you have some additional draft capital, you can get back into the mid to early second round and get him um, and still be safe with getting a key piece and helping your overall team. Um, but with that being said, I have Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Joey Porter Jr., which is still by far one of my favorite picks if it was to happen in the draft. Me too. Just because I, the family I have, uh, I have Pittsburgh. Uh, the slide officially stops for a one Miles Murphy. Um, I have Miles Murphy going even down further Me than too. what you do. But I have the Steelers taking Joey Porter Jr., and I have the Commanders taking Christian Gonzalez. Did we skip you on Washington? My bad. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I thought everyone I got their wait. pick in. I, I thought everyone wait. got their pick in. My bad. I'll, I'll take that blame because I kind of jumped in there with my explanation on the quarterbacks, and then I kind of just jumped to 17. So no, you're good. good. You're good. All right. Uh, 17 for me for the second year in the row. Pittsburgh is drafting a Pittsburgh kid with Kalaja Kansi. D lineman who it could be the best D lineman in this draft when it's all said and done, in my opinion. Detroit. That's why I have him going to the Eagles, my friend. I, which I love that pick, honestly. I think Elijah Canty, I mean, he's a guy that could sneak into the top 10, personally. I don't think he will, just because of all the quarterbacks that could go in the top 10 and a couple offensive linemen and stuff, you know, but I de- it wouldn't shock me if he went in like the 10 range or whatever. Uh, all right, 18, Detroit Lions. I've got them going Nolan Smith, edge rusher from Georgia. I have them going Deontay Banks, cornerback from Maryland. I have them going Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. Um, well, I in my previous uh, boards, I had a, a cornerback going here to G- Detroit, but with the recent trade of Akuda. Yep. His name. Yep. yep. That's why I have them taking a corner at number six. And with this one, they're getting somebody to help um, Aiden Hutchinson on that defensive line taking Kalija Kansi. Love it. All right. Uh, 19th pick, Tampa Bay. I'll go last. I got another trade here. <laughs> I don't have a trade. I just have a surprise pick. I also have a trade. Um. So... This is Tampa Bay technically for, for me. Or no, Houston. Houston yeah. got this pick from Tampa Bay who got yep. that pick from Green Bay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Houston trades with the Minnesota Vikings here to okay. swap first-round picks. Minnesota selects Quentin Johnson. Okay. Okay. I will say one thing. If they're trading down so many fucking times, they're getting additional draft capital. They're not just swapping. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. There, I, there's a lot more that I have going into it, like second, third, and next year picks. But okay, okay. Because yeah. I was about to say, if they're just swapping, there's no point in that. They're not going to do that. Yeah. Um. But I, but I know you're a smarter man than that because you almost, almost predicted the Falcons trade. Okay, almost. It can still happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm not taking um, it out of the intro. But um, I have a trade here. I have Chicago taking this pick from the Buccaneers and taking, mimicking the second place Eagles team from last year, taking a second Georgia player, Nolan Smith. I like that. I could see us being aggressive. 
I have the Bucks on this pick. I have them taking Brian Branch out of Alabama. I will say, unfortunately, spoiler alert. I hate I hate it. I really do because I love the guy. Brian Branch is absent from my first round mock this time. He's always been in Ooh. there at like the Jacksonville spot or something, or maybe even Cincinnati. But uh, he is absent from this one, unfortunately. I, I will say, with that said, though, this man will go like first five picks of the second round, if not for you know top ten, you know at most. But anyway, Tampa Bay for me got a shocking pick here, especially when you have another notable name on the board. I have Tampa I Bay going quarterback Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. Love it. Hendon is getting a lot of first-round chatter right now, boys. I think he's going to slide into the first round in those later picks. And I think yeah. Tampa Bay could be a team to potentially pull the trigger. I think I, I think if someone's going to pull the trigger on Hendon Hooker, it could be the Bucks. It would, it would make a lot of sense. And I know we're not to the next pick yet, but the Seahawks – could also yep. be another one yep. that would take a Hendon Hooker yep. in that situation. I love the, I like the pick. And I really do. I, I'm glad you brought that up. I'll go ahead and lead off with the 20th pick because I did think about that. The Seahawks trade out of the pick. <laughs> I, I did think about that because I really do think Hendon Hooker is going to slide into the first round. I think 19, I think 20, I think even 23 uh, is a possibility with Minnesota. Uh, I think that's potentially what maybe even I know they, they just signed Derek Carr. That's right. Yeah, I would say 19 and 20, maybe 23 are the three sweet spots for him to potentially get into the first. So with the 20th pick, I have Seattle trading out of the pick. Are you OK over there, bud? Something fell. I don't know what fell. <laughs> All right, as long as you're OK. Uh, I have Philadelphia getting a little aggressive here and moving up 10 spots to draft Bajon Robinson running back out of Texas. Okay. Okay. Um, I so on Hendon Hooker. I just want to go back to that personally, real quick. I also have been reading and listening to to a lot of people being really high on Hendon, and by what I'm I'm reading and hearing, there's four or five teams that could potentially take Hendon Hooker over an Anthony Richardson or Will Levis if they've fallen this far. Um, so really from sixteen. To the end of the draft, you're looking at Washington, New Orleans, Minnesota, Seattle, and Tampa Bay all being viable spots for Hendon Hooker to land in the first round. And the reasoning because with him being hurt, he he's probably going to sit out this first year. Yep. So it gives them an extra year to have him on the team, um, especially if a team with a somewhat veteran quarterback or an established quarterback that's been there for a little bit. Um, can kind of show him the ropes while he's rehabbing and continuing to get better. It's probably the best situation for him. Makes sense um, for Tampa Bay then, because he'd be sitting behind Baker Mayfield. Yep. 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 Um, and me personally, I was actually speaking to Alex about this before y'all joined the call. I was about three seconds away from pulling the same kind of thing, um, and having him go to twenty, uh, to twenty or nineteen, uh, but to Minnesota. Yep, Minnesota trade up. He did tell me that. Um, but with the twentieth pick, I have Seattle staying there and taking Zay Flowers. I have Seattle taking one of the better players to come out of the senior bowl center, John Michael Schmidt from Minnesota. Shout out to that one. I like that pick. Good pick, good pick. Um, I also have Seattle keeping this pick. I've got them taking Deontay Banks out of Maryland. 
21st, L.A. Chargers. I've got them going. Jordan Addison, wide receiver from USC. I they also, also yeah, I also have them. Yeah. Uh, I have them taking Bijan Robinson, who is going to be, unfortunately, yet another running back that's going to be underdeveloped uh, at the Chargers. Unfortunate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, uh, 22nd pick, Baltimore. For me, the slide has stopped. I have them going Miles Murphy, edge rusher from Clemson. My slide has still not stopped for Miles Murphy. Um, Fair. Had the Ravens not taken OBJ, I was going to put a quarterback right here. Um, That one quarterback that uh, uh, Jacob likes out of Stanford, I was going to put him here. Tanner, but yeah. Since but says but says it looks like Lamar is going to stay, and I'm just you know this this may never get to Lamar Jackson, but he needs to hire an agent this next year. Facts. So that way he's not that way he's not franchise tagged again. That way, quote unquote, his little underpaid or whatever. Because anyway, um, I have the Ravens picking Will McDonald the fourth out of Iowa. Iowa State. I have the. I have the Ravens going even more gun ho in the offensive weapons. I have them taking Jordan Addison here. I toyed with that idea too. Yeah, I was. If I on my board, I didn't have the receivers and all these people taken already. Um, I really toyed with having a receiver here or maybe even a tight end to pair with Mark uh, Andrews. Um, but um, I have them taking Lucas Van Ness, uh, edge out of Iowa here. Um, but yeah, again, I was speaking to Alex. I was going to copy his, his, uh, 3.0, um, and having Baltimore trade into the top six and grabbing a quarterback. Cause, um, up until yesterday, a day before, um, it looked like all signs were, yeah, Lamar's out of there. hundred percent. So we're all but on the I, same page now that Lamar's going to be a Raven, right? Like, that's just like, yeah. that's what we're I'm all still feeling. leaving the door open. I'm leaving the door cracked. I have it correct. No, I think that thing, I think they uh, closed the closet door and and bolted it. At least for one year. At least for for one year. At least for a year. And honestly, if you want to be, if if they franchise tag him a second year, do you know what the estimated uh, amount is for the franchise tag next year? It's like, I think I heard it was like 48, between 48 and 52. Oh my Christ. Yeah, I don't. So, I don't feel. I feel so I mean, bad for anyone's got to tag a quarterback next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money. All right, twenty uh, third pick. Um, so for me, the slide has stopped. Quarterback Will Levis, Kentucky, going to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I like the it. trade uh, chain has officially stopped for me. Uh, <laughs> This is That's the Houston right. Texans for me, and they take Lucas Van S from Iowa. Okay. I've got the Vikings taking Nolan Smith out of Georgia. Um, who do you have, Alex? Will Levis. The slide has stopped. Okay, okay. Um, only I like that pick, but also dislike that pick because I don't know. I, I Will Levis. After I heard that, the I forgot who it was but pretty much depict Will Levis the way he depicted him. And I kind of, and he was, you know, showing the game tape and breaking him down. I was like, okay, eh, 
I don't know about this. But anyways, with that being said, I got them taking Deontay Banks, cornerback out of Maryland. Okay. 24th pick, the Duval Jacksonville Jaguars. So this one is a little bit of a pipe dream for me. Uh, I think we'll go more of exactly what we need versus like a secondary need like this pick. But man... I mean, if he's sitting there, Trevor Lawrence, you know, had, you know, a really great first year under Doug Peterson. Uh, I, I know we tagged him, but, bro, let's get Dalton Kincaid here, tied in out of Utah. Get him a big receiving weapon. We were getting Calvin Ridley this season coming back from suspension. Pair Dalton Kincaid with Evan Ingram. Bro, this offense is going to be electric. AFC South winners. Let's get it. I have them uh, picking up someone who will make a terrifying, terrifying trio on that defense with Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen. I have them taking Nolan Smith. I love that too, though. I really do. (laughs) I have them. I have them taking a wide receiver the entire time up until now. Um, I think they're going to go O-line here. I think they're going to take Anton Harrison out of Oklahoma. I think that's a good pick too. I have them what could be possibly the best defensive player on the board at this point for me. Um, given what you think here and there, I mean, Brian, Brian Breesey's here as yep. well. But, I mean, I, I really like this guy. And also his counterpart, who isn't really getting a lot of talk. Um, I think this kid could actually be a possibly a, a pro bowler his first year. If he, especially in this defense, Brian Branch, safety out of Alabama. That's one that's been on uh for that's one that I've had locked in there for Jacksonville for quite a while cuz like he can he can play multiple positions in the secondary and Jacksonville needs secondary help desperately and that's why I think we'll probably go secondary with this pick so I'm just throwing out a pipe dream with Dalton mean, Kincaid. My next mock, my final mock of 5.0 draft night will be very like this is actually what I think is going to happen. Some of these I do believe is going to happen. Some of these are like I'm going to throw this nugget out there into the world because I think it's a possibility, but there's probably another possibility that's stronger, you know, like the Hinton Hooker thing. I think that's very, I think that's very plausible, but realistically, Tampa will probably do something else. But I just wanted to throw the nugget out there that, hey, I think this could happen. And with uh, Jacksonville, I think Brian Branch is, I think, a real possibility, more so than Dalton and Cave. I'd love Dalton. And, I'd love and any what of these kind of blows my mind. Like the other safety for Alabama is also in this draft, but he's not getting any talk. And he, I don't know statistically wise, but as far as I test from how he played this year, Jordan Battle probably outplayed Brian Branch, at least from an eye test. Again, I don't know about stats or anything, but I mean, he's probably going to be a third round pick. Yeah. By what I've heard. And he's just as good as what I've seen from Brian Branch. So I don't, I don't know if that's, discounting Brian Branch or upticking Jordan Battle, but apparently P- apparently the league is not high on this draft for safeties. I- I've seen constant comments like this is a bad year to need a safety. So uh, that's just, I thought that was an interesting little comment. Is that a bad year to need a safety. Uh, all right. The New York footballer Giants. I got them going Zay Flowers, wide receiver from Boston College. This is where have, the slide for Miles Murphy stops. Ooh. I like that pick, though. I, I really like that pick for the Giants. I have them uh, picking up more protection for Daniel Jones. I have them taking Joe Tipman from Wisconsin. Love that one. I love Tipman, man. Dude's a beast. He, he's a monster, dude. <laughs> love him. 
<laughs> I hope he gets into the first. Dude deserves it. Um, I have them taking a player since they lost out on the battle of OBJ, and uh, have them taking somewhat of a of a player <laughs> that needs some work on some certain things. Um, if this kid gets better in his route running, and just doesn't just depend on his straight line speed on burning corners, um, that he may or may not be able to do a lot in, in the pros. Um, he very well could be the best receiver in this class. Jalen Hawaiit or Wyatt, how you say his name? Hawaiit. I love Jalen personally. Hawaiit out of Tennessee. Um, if he if he works on his route tree, yeah, his route tree per- needs to be expanded. If he expands yeah. his route tree, he could be the best receiver coming out of this draft, straight up. Yeah, if he works on his route tree and his route running, um, kind of perfecting that a little bit more. Yeah, he. I think he very well could be the best receiver in this class. All right, 26th pick, the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry World. Who's coming to Jerry World? Um, I, I'm going to let the Dallas Cowboy guys go second. I'm going to yeah. go first. Me and you will do ours first. I, I, I want to get their thoughts on this pick. Same. Okay. okay, growing up, not really liking or disliking the Cowboys, when they were good, when they are not necessarily winning playoff games, of course, but <laughs> um, winning games and getting there. Right. They always had a tight end to depend on. True. Jason Witten. Yep. And, you know, they had a guy recently in Dalton Schultz that, that could have been that, you know. But I'm of still pissed he, we let him go. I'm but so of course, fucking pissed. But, of course, he is gone now. And it is time to get the next guy, Dalton Kincaid. Man, that'd be a hell of a pick for you guys. <laughs> it'd be a hell of a pick, but it would be a waste of a pick under Mike McCarthy. That's true. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, for me, I also have you guys getting a weapon. Uh, I have you guys getting Quentin Johnson, wide receiver from TCU. I like that. But again, <laughs> it's Mike McCarthy's offense this year. So that's what really scares me about picking up offensive weaponry. True. But I love both the picks. I love them so, so much. And it would help out Dak tremendously. So where are the Cowboys I'll let you have this leaning. one, uh, Ricky. I was going to let you have it because you're going to hate my pick. And honestly, <laughs> and honestly right, well. guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a name a little later in the draft that I was also thinking about putting here. Um, and I want to get your thoughts on maybe him being there as well. But y'all can go ahead. Uh I have the Cowboys throwing a bone to Dan Quinn on that defensive line for him. Um, You know, they already have Sam Williams. They have Micah Parson, Demarcus Lawrence, and Dante Fowler. They're going to add one more. One more. uh, I said D-line. I thought you you said this defense. Sorry. Um, I'm going to throw one more name into that hat so they can get more rotation and just have constant, relentless pressure for all four quarters. Hopefully, I have them taking Kalijah Cansey here from Pitt. Oh, that'd be such a pick. <laughs> if Kalijah I mean, Clancy is available, that's a, I yeah. love your pick more, way more than I do mine. <laughs> yeah, <fine. laughs> who did you way pick? Ricky? Who did you pick? I want you to hear me out on this. Uh oh, because I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the first argument that I had. <clears throat> Wait, one is this is this is this who I think it is? I am. I have the Cowboys taking Bijan Robinson. Now, hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. We just franchise tag Tony Pollard. 
And hear me out on this. Jerry Jones is not going to make the same mistake twice. He's not going to give bukus of money to Tony Pollard. I think if Tony Pollard does not get the money he wants, he's going to walk next year. You have to have somebody ready to go. Bijan Robinson is that guy. Now, I could potentially, however, and that's why I, I think whoever it was with the Eagles that had the trade to get Bijan Robinson earlier, I didn't mention that earlier, but I, I could see that happening just so the Cowboys don't pick him up because Bijan Robinson is a Texas guy. Uh, just I like think, Dallas Goddard. Just like Dallas Goddard. <laughs> just like Dallas Goddard. I'm just I'm just saying, I think if they don't take if they don't take B. John Robinson, they're gonna take a running back like a Jameer Gibbs. They're gonna take somebody that's not gonna cost them a fortune at running back when they're already paying Dak Pre where they're already overpaying for Dak Prescott. I don't think they're I don't think they're gonna let Tony Pollard walk, but they're not gonna give him Zeke money. And they're they're not gonna do it. Well, okay, here's here's my argument towards that against that pick <laughs> against the reasoning for that pick. I should say, while I wouldn't mind the pick, Tony Pollard has already stated that he is not going to be asking for a lot of money next year. They said now, now it could change. It could change. Not saying it won't, but as of right now, he's not asking for a lot of money. I think that Tony Pollard will probably be our running back going forward for uh, uh, at least a few years just because of how depleted a lot of these drafts have been, especially in recent years for running backs. Um, And I, I, I don't know, man. I think Bijan's going to be taken way before this pick, unfortunately. He, he could be, but if you still, but if you look at the overall rankings, He's still down there, and there's not very many on this draft board who desperately need a running back. You could you could make the argument for Tampa Bay. You could definitely make the argument for Philly, which I, I could see Philly taking a B. John Robinson or at least trading up to take B. John Robinson. I, I don't think they're going to use the top 10 pick for him or the 11th pick, whatever pick they have. I, I don't think they're going to do that. Um, but there's not many that are desperate for running backs right now. And now, you know, and, and I've, I've been seeing a team that's uh, been tied to Bijan quite often. The Bills. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is kind of this is kind of what I want to tie in with Bijan, right? The only reason why overall on all these draft makers, like the PFF or whatever, has him at like thirty six or thirty eight, something like that. The only reason why he's that far back is because of the position that he plays, yep. not because of him. Everybody, every every scout that I've watched on YouTube or ESPN or NFL Live or or any kind of draft show or anything, all every single one of them has said that they've spoken to owners and GMs and scouts and things. They think Bijan Robinson is not only. Um, a very good player, but a, a top five athlete, top five overall player in the draft. So when you do that, you're not just sitting, uh, technically you're getting a running back, but you're getting uh, an overall back. You're getting somebody that, that can block. He's going to be able to hold you down all three downs. He's going to be able to run between tackles. He's going to be able to run outside. He's going to be able to catch pass, passes out the backfield. And I mean, yeah, I mean, you got, 
what Eagles can use a running back right now. Um, Seattle. Seattle could use yeah. a second a secondary back. Uh, K nine had a really good year last year, but he, I mean, can't have. I mean, two down back, two backs is really what the meta is for the NFL this uh, moving forward, at least in my eyes. Um, Baltimore could use an, another running back. I mean, the Chargers uh, with Austin I, Eckler being being kind of iffy there. The Bills, uh, the Bengals with Joe Mixon being kind of iffy. Like, there's so many <laughs> spots that can be very viable for Bijan. I I could I 100% agree with you with the fact that it's literally just his position that is holding him back. It is because he's the biggest you know, wild card in, this first round. Back in 2016, when Zeke got drafted at number four overall, that is so rare for a running back to get drafted hey, in the hey. top 10 let alone in the top 15 or 20 hey 2018 too baker and Saqu- uh, saquon one and two yep. yep yep and i was also going to mention saquon a while ago they said uh, saquon said he wasn't going to reset the market but yet they still franchise tagged him and the one thing with running backs is and especially with their position and everything like that a running back does not last very long in the league at all I think the average career now for a running back is six years. Mm-hmm. That is very, that is very, very low. And no. so, um, and like, like I said, I, I can, I can see trades happening to try to get some running back help. Um, but, but I, I still think they're taking a running back. I could be wrong. They could, they, they could go D line. They, I, if they, if now I'm telling you right now, Jacob, if Jerry, if Kalaja Clancy is still available, and Jerry Jones does not pick up Kalaja Clancy. I'm calling somebody down there. <laughs> and be like, what the hell? He's he's Why? literally a Dan Quinn guy, man. He is yeah. he is the picture he, he, perfect Dan Quinn guy. Exactly. It's so yes. Um, it's so yes. If Kalaja Clancy's still there, he better he better damn make sure he takes Kalaja Clancy. <laughs> you know who can't can't you kind of reminds me of playing um, he was a, a defensive end. He, hell, he may have came out of pit, but I don't know. I know he played for the Lions for at least uh, a rookie contract, but he was super good for him. He's like a, a Nigerian dude. I forgot his name. Played for the Lions. I can't think of it, but plays very similar to him. Long, but very strong. Um, quick around the edge. Oh. Maybe some limited rushing moves here and there, but oh god, he went top five. He's from BYU. Yeah. Oh yep. god, yep. what was yep. it? I, I, yeah, he was like fourth overall pick from BYU. A shocker at fourth overall pick. I don't remember the draft year, but I know who you're fucking talking about. I just can't remember his fucking name. That's who he reminds me of a lot. Um, and he was good throughout his rookie contract. I know he ended up leaving the Lions going somewhere but um he kind of fizzled out Ezekiel Anza. Z- uh, Ziggy Anza. yeah Ziggy Anza. 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 Yeah, Anza. Yeah, that's yep. it that's it yep that's who he reminds me of he's, he's from he's from Ghana by the way <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> so long ago dude <laughs> all right uh let's hop over 27th pick of the Buffalo Beals I have them there's a lot of different ways they could go here. If Bajon's there, they could go there. They could go linebacker. They could go uh, offensive line. They go linebacker. I think uh, Drew Sanders or Jack Campbell's possibilities. But with how things kind of played out for me, I got them going, uh, beefing up the interior offensive line with Osiris Torrance still there from Florida, uh, the best interior lineman of the draft, in my opinion, um, yeah, going here at uh, number 27. 
have them taking exactly one of the people that you just named off. I have them taking Jack Campbell. Love Jack Campbell so fucking much. Same. Um, I have them taking one of three positions here, and of course, it's going to be the three that they need the most: running back, offensive line, or linebacker. Could see a, an edge or a defensive lineman here as well. Um, but I think they really want to go defensive line here. Um, on my board, you have Brian Breesy still here, but I still think in order to be a championship team, you need a fucking running back. You cannot have Josh <laughs> Allen being your yep. leading passer and runner yep. if you're going to win a fucking playoff game. So I have them taking Jameer Gibbs with a 27th overall pick. And Tyler Honeysuckle, I just want to point out that um, I'm so sorry to disappoint <laughs> you, but I 100% agree with Shane. Yep. And the linebacker, here's the thing. If, if the Bills... If the Bills need a linebacker, I understand that. Um, they're going to have to trade for it because this linebacker depth is not very good in this draft. Um, you, you could probably see someone in the second or third round for the Bills to get uh, to try to fill that void. Uh, but I also have them getting Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama. Um, and let's be real. With going against the Chiefs and the games that they've had over the last two, three years, your defense is going to give up points against them no matter what. Yep. Regardless if you draft a defensive lineman, a linebacker, an entire fucking defense right here, you're going to give up points against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So why not get a weapon that, to equalize that? <laughs> That's such a great point that, you know, people uh, fail to realize when it comes to doing mock drafts is their shows like, oh, we got to stop this. We got to stop this. Yo, there are some teams in the league you just ain't stopping. All right. And it's going to be a very rare occasion. Let, let's be honest. Look at Patrick Mahomes' career. Besides that Super Bowl, has he ever been stopped like that? Like, I mean, yeah, sure, they've lost some games, but like stopped like that? That was a once in a in his career situation of where Tampa Bay was just next level and they were not going to lose no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, that that's one single game out of his career so far that's happened. Sure, he's lost some, right? Sure, that, that happens. But him shutting down, bro, that hasn't happened besides the Super Bowl. So that's such a great point that people need to remember is that sometimes you just need to get ready for a shootout, not try to hold him back. You know what I mean? Like That's, that's a phenomenal point, truth be told. Uh, all right, Cincinnati at the 28th pick. Uh, so for me, Brian Branch is still be here. They left Jesse Bates walks. That's definitely a strong possibility. But I actually have them going tied in here. Michael Mayer, tied in from Notre Dame. I have them taking offensive tackle, Anton Harrison from Oklahoma. I have them taking Dewan Jones from The Ohio State University. I hate that he's not in my first round this time, but he did slip out I of my first. That. I love Dewan Jones so much. I have them taking one of two players here. Um, I had them taking the safety from Texas A&M Antonio here Johnson, or the player that I actually selected. Um, with this guy falling this far, I don't think you can skip out on him. Uh, tackle Darnell White or Wright out of Tennessee. Okay. All right. Uh, 29th pick, New Orleans. I have uh, Brian Brees here, defensive lineman from Clemson, beefing up that uh, D-line. I have the same pick. I have Broderick Jones out of Georgia going here. I have someone t uh, making their first round debut. Uh, defensive end from K-State, Felix Anaduke Ozama. You just did a better job with that. I almost 
went with that pick too. I almost went with that pick. You you did such I'm, a better job at that name than I ever could have. <laughs> I, I, I had that pick uh, what two weeks ago. Yeah. I think he's a possibility to slide into the late first. I really do. I like him a lot. Uh, um, I have the Eagles taking Broderick Jones, tackle out of Georgia. Okay. Uh, all right, 30th pick. Uh, for me, it'd be Seattle here. Uh, I've got them going D-line, Mozzie Smith from Michigan. Eagles for me, uh, Will McDonald the fourth from Iowa State. Eagles for me, Osiris Torrance out of Florida. Okay. Uh, 31st pick, last pick of the first, boys, Kansas City. I've got them beefing up the offensive line here, Anton Harrison, tackle from Oklahoma. I have them taking the one and only player at this position in the first round, tight end Dalton Kincaid from Utah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Michael Mayer is falling to mid-second round. I think if he's there, he gets taken. But I think with all the hype behind Dalton, um, I don't think he'll be there uh, anymore. Um, so I have them taking still another skill position on the offensive side of the ball. Josh Downs, receiver, North Carolina. I have them taking my favorite player off the board because with with you know with Tucker Craft, you're just gonna you're gonna become a Super Bowl contender just like you would with Gardner Minshew going to Indianapolis. So uh yeah, yeah, that's just yeah. I've got Tucker Craft coming up from all the way down. I don't know where he's actually projected <laughs> at. I really don't know where he's at. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I do have Tucker Craft going somewhere, probably in the third or fourth round. Um, but no, right here, I've got the Chiefs taking Zay Flowers out of Boston College. Okay. Uh, and also a little tidbit I want to throw out here at the end of the show. I just saw a news bit about this. Apparently the Steelers have called the Bears about the ninth overall pick and the possibilities of working a deal depending on who's there at nine. Hmm. Tackle. It's It's tackle is what they're looking yep. at. So kind of an interesting little phone call there, in my opinion. And you don't know how bad, Shane, when you were talking about the Bills and you were talking about Josh Allen, how much I held myself back on going on a just a rant about how the Bills are handling Josh Allen right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, 4.0 is wrapped up. Feeling pretty good about it. Like I said, next week we'll do full seven-round mock of just our favorite teams. Um, so me, Bears and Jags, uh, Jacob, uh, Cowboys, and the Bengals. Shane, uh, Denver and Seattle, and Ricky, Dallas, and who? Are you going to stick? Are you going to continue to stay with Vegas, or are you going to move on? You're going to come down to Duval. I, you know, you know. Uh, since since they did not get Aaron Rodgers, I, I will stick with Vegas. Okay, okay. I want you to know me and Jacob made a joke about that the other day on Animan Plus where – you know, I told Jacob that you were considering ditching the Vegas and getting a new number two team. And I was, I told him, it's like, yeah, I'm trying to get him to be a Jaguars fan. And Jacob's like, I need to get him to be a Bengals fan. And then Jacob made the comments, just like, Ricky's the hottest free agent on the market right now. <laughs> uh, that, yeah. So, so that way I have an Ohio team and a Texas team. And he already has an Ohio team and a Texas team. I mean, hell, I could take the Bengals. They did. Who was it? That, uh, see, yeah, I think Brandon Allen was their backup yep. last year. Yeah. At at, for the last two years. 
You know what? Screw Plus, Vegas. I'm, I'm Bengals. Let's go Bengals. I'll take the Bengals. Really? Oh, come on. Was that easy? I'll take the Bengals. I'll take the Bengals. <laughs> hey, you know, at least he's staying true with his number one. He flipped quick on number two, but that's okay. They're number two for a reason. That's because I'm, number I'm two very... is That's because number two is a bunch of dog pile shit with uh Josh McDaniels running the game over there. So that's yeah, it's, fair. it's yeah. So yeah, it just yeah. Yeah, I don't blame any Vegas fan. Like, especially if you're just like a Vegas is like your second favorite team. I don't blame anyone. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm I'm out of this ship. Like, I'm gone. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Uh, I definitely don't blame you there. So now a Bengals is number two. Okay, number you two, you we'll and Jacob, it. you and Jacob, best buds now. I just need to make him an Ohio State fan now. Oh, that ain't ever yeah, that that'll that never happen. Sorry, I planted the seed like months ago at this point. <laughs> right. I mean, you did get him to say O-H-I-O, and now you're going to say that the is, Ohio that State. Is true. This shit is toxic. We need to get Jacob out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah. Well, and also, I'm kind of to blame on this. I kind of spread some of that toxicity. You know, I, I, I help feel it. Because I don't really have a hate for Ohio State. I mean, yeah, they're always good, and you always, like, you always want to hate a team that's always good. And, like, it's just the nature of sports. But I, I don't know. I just really don't have a lot of hatred to Ohio State. They're, they're a team. They're there. I don't have a lot of time. I don't have a Big Ten team. If you put, I, if you put, if you put a gun to my head, told me to pick a big, a Big Ten team, like who is my Big Ten team? I honestly don't know. I'd have to, like, I'd have to, I'd have to really think about it. So look, Ohio State is the Big Ten team to root for. Let's be honest. Yeah. Nobody like, nobody really likes Michigan. Nobody cares about Wisconsin. Yeah. Fuck Michigan, of, Steve. And so, but of course, you you can make an argument for Michigan State for basketball, but not for football. Um, so, but yeah, in, in a lot of retrospect, yes, it's Ohio State. It's just their fans that throw me off. Not a Jacob fan, because a Jacob fan has a little bit more realism than what a lot of Ohio State fans have. <laughs> not much more. Okay? Not much more. <laughs> not, <laughs> not much more. When oh. your piss, when your shit doesn't stink. With Ohio State University, a lot of people treat Ohio State like their shit does not stink, y'all. I'm telling you, it's that bad. It's just that bad. I've seen the post. I've seen the social media. I've seen it all. And it's like, Ohio State does no wrong. They will convince you that they're nas- they should be in the top four if they win zero games. If they go 0-12, someone will convince you Ohio State deserves to be in the top four. Uh, Steve threw out there in chat. Meanwhile, Ricky is snuggling with his Buckeye blankie on Saturdays as he watches the Razorbacks <laughs> lose again. <laughs> the only thing, I, don't tell the nobody. Only, there, there's, there's two reasons why me personally, I don't like Ohio State. Well, three. One being Urban Meyer. So let's get that, let's get that out of the way immediately. Um, two being that 2012 Sugar Bowl. Okay. And then number three is they think they're hot shit because they beat up on eighth grade schoolgirls every every fucking Saturday. Oh, <laughs> now, man, the Big Ten is one of the most competitive conferences in the in the in the in the nation. But uh, yeah, only behind one. the SEC, the Pac-12, the ACC. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa, whoa. Ether out Pac-12. Pac-12. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's so yeah, Shane. I, I mean, as much as I want to agree with you on that, man. The Big Ten is probably the second toughest conference in the country. It's, it's listen, it's, it's listen. the second toughest. What you don't know is that Alex sent me a script like two days ago and told me that I needed some more hot takes on the show, and I'm trying to help my producer, okay? 
they give him this hot take. Yo, yo, say something about Miami. Say, you know, say something big about Hawaii or something like that. You chose Ohio <laughs> State. <laughs> Hawaii is going to win the national championship this year. Oh, God, have mercy. I do have a special little <laughs> announcement, though, for next, uh, for not next week, but for, but right, the, the, the stream for the draft, but before the draft takes place. Okay. So, like, the, the, like the hour or so we're on before the draft starts. I'm picking a new second NCAA team. Oh, you're abandoning uh, NIU. Yep, I have been a fan for them for way too long, and it's it's time that I send send them off into the sunset. Okay. My second favorite team now is Vanderbilt, the Go Commodores. Two in the same I, conference. I, Come I will, on, man. Uh, <clears throat> I will have some uh, hats and stuff hopefully set up behind me, and it'll be like a selection. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, I, I, but let's let's just take this all kid all kidding aside, Jacob. You're starting to rub on me with this Ohio State stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> starting to rub off on me a little bit. It's really? Starting to really? It's starting to really rub off me. Yes. A lot of it. A, a lot of it is because, and I'm dead serious when I say this. A lot of it is because you are very realistic when it comes to Ohio State. You're the first fan I've ever met that's realistic about Ohio State. The one thing, though, Jacob, I'm telling you the one thing, though, you might want to prepare for just a little slide next year. Oh, yeah, I know. Just a little I'm, slide next year. I I'm don't preparing think, for it, but, you know, I'm still optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic. You could, I could see them going as far as third. The life is a Razorback fan every year. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas this year, buddy. What's that? An Ohio State Buckeyes hat. <laughs> I will proudly, I will proudly wear it, sir. I will proudly wear it on the show. Oh, what a legend! <laughs> what you a turnaround what? this is. You know what? You, screw it, screw it. Oh, bitch! Go, baby! <laughs> he did it. Let's go. <laughs> With that, we're gonna end the show. That's legendary. We we need to get Ricky admitted to a CAT scan and an MRI. Maybe check his glucose and blood levels. We need to get this shit shit this shit figured out. Okay, I can't I can't have this. Two Ohio State fans. On the, no, I can't. This can't happen. You know what? You know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, Jacob. O H. I oh, <laughs> it's your turn. No, not come on. It. Nope. As far as you'll get is the Ohio State from me. That's it. Hey, you and know? that's only because I respect that y'all win. That's it. <laughs> you got to respect that trademark. Oh man, that's that, that is that is hilarious. All right, boys, we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to have to turn up the intro video, I guess. My my soundboard has frozen, which has never happened before. <laughs> so I can't hit a button right now to turn on the music. It's, uh, the, ATFS. it's the Ohio State curse, y'all. It's the Ohio State nah, curse. No, nah, that one is trademark Sparky3 Tech Probs. That's why we have a shirt forward in the merch store, sparky3shop.com. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, boys. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, yeah, next week, one and two favorite teams. Uh, Seven-round mock going to be fun. And then after that, of course, we have the draft special. I'm already trying to line up some guests right now, so it should be a pretty good time. Uh, boys, last word before we get out of here. 
Yes, and I will be in studio for the draft. Can't wait. I will too. I'll be there. I'm going to sleep happy tonight. I'm going to sleep like a little baby now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Let's get out of here. Have a good one. Until next time. Bye. All right. Let's go ahead.